Today on Locked On Canadians, Carrie Price is wearing goalie gear, and we've got some thoughts about what Dominique Ducharme said about Jake Evans. Plus, we have the book club. Your Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Canadians, episode 507. We thank you for always making us your first listen of the day. And today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. Winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. My name is Laura Saba also known as the Active Stick, and I'm joined, as always, by Scott Mala of Habs Eyes on the Prize. Scott, some good things are on the horizon, I think, with uh, Carey Price finally skating in goalie gear. Uh, can he coach the team, too? <laughs> I, I'm very curious. Can Carey Price coach while he goes through, uh, you know, his... Uh... His surgery recovery and everything. I'm I'm asking for a friend before we get to our second topic of the day, and I feel my brain just melting out my ears right now. We're gonna let your brain melt in the second segment. What we're gonna do right now is we're gonna talk real quick about Carrie Price. So Dominique Ducharme confirmed that he is not expected back before Christmas. Does that mean we get a Christmas present, Carrie Price? I don't know, but it's also going to be really tricky because there's a roster freeze at Christmas. So when he's ready, they're still going to have to wait to do something with Samuel Montembeau before they before he can like be part of the team or join the team. So there's a bit of a question mark there. But here's the thing. The first thing is that, you know, if if you've been following the reporters and there were a couple of times when it was the Canadians, uh, they have been posting videos of Carey Price skating. I think there was one also on, on TSN.ca. There's videos of Carey Price skating. At first, it wasn't in goalie gear. He was doing drills. He was testing out. I don't know what to call them, but he was doing essentially skating around the ice and testing his knee and all of that. And Honestly, to me, it just looked like the most soothing thing ever. I was just pulling up all of those videos, every single one I could find, whether it was, you know, on on, on a website or on Twitter or on Facebook, and you could see Carrie Price skating. It was making me feel zen. It was very, very chill. So now, Dominique Duchamp confirmed that it was not the first time that Carrie Price practiced in, in goalie gear. It is, it is, I believe, the second time. He's still working on testing his knee. He's still seeing uh, how that's going. They do think that he will be back at some point after Christmas. However, they aren't guaranteeing anything because it's not just about the knee, right? As well, it's about it's about being mentally ready to play and to face the pressures of being the Montreal Canadiens starting goaltender, the star goaltender, the most important player of this team, and uh, and one of the leaders and all of that. There's there's a lot at play here. Not only that, there's still questions about whether or not he'll be joining the Olympic team. Team Canada general manager uh, Doug Armstrong, he was on 
on, uh, I want to say he was on with Justin Bourne on Sportsnet, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and he was talking about how Carey Price will likely get an invite. It, it remains to be seen for sure. Uh, there's still a little bit of time. So he's got a very short window of time. But I feel like if he looks like even a fraction of himself, they will invite him to the Olympics. Maybe even just to be the third string goalie and then see what happens. And he might even you know, win the tournament for everybody like he did the last time or the last time he was allowed to go. So I, I feel like for Carey Price, I hope he's not rushing, but it's so good to see him. It, it, it's funny to me is that someone mentioned that the last time that we got like daily Carey Price updates on him skating and whatnot, it was, uh, hey, don't look at everything else being on fire. Here's Carey Price doing things like it's like you said is don't rush back. I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't play at all this year like the season's lost why rush yourself back and then get pounded with 40 shots a night you know when you've got to recover i i'm glad to see that he is getting back to it though and it's going to be a progression he hasn't probably skated in you know like actual hard practice since when the stanley cup final and that was what august july sometime i don't know time is an absolute flat circle and means nothing anymore let him take his time. And I know that a lot of us would love to have him back as soon as possible, because I think that's a huge uplift for the team. It's a big positive in the midst of an absolute mess of a season, but take your time, Carrie. Like the team's not going anywhere, at least as far as I know, the team's not going anywhere, but I do think that him getting back before too long would be a huge boost for the team as a whole, though. That's morale that can't be measured It'd be like Shea Weber coming back into the lineup. You know, it's unexpected. It's something that I think provides a lift and, you know, maybe makes some of these games a little bit closer. We've seen the team play more inspired hockey in front of Carey Price than backups in some nights. And honestly, the fans could use someone to rally behind too. It's so hard with all the injuries. If Carey Price is there, guess what? You have Carey Price to rally behind now. So, I guess we'll see. Uh, Christmas sounds like we're going to get a lot of different presents that time. We should have a new GM by them. Uh, Carey Price may be back. Hopefully, Joel Edmondson is ready to go. But with the way this season has gone, I, I'm not uh, getting too excited before it's actually game day and these things are happening. So yesterday, you were talking about how you didn't know how many man games were lost to injury. Uh, Marc-Antoine Godet and Arpin Basu of The Athletic calculated it. Not including Shea Weber, the Habs have lost so far 162 man games to injury. That is a mind-blowing amount, especially considering how many games have they played? Have they even gotten to 30 games? I think we're closing in on it. I don't know. I've I've stopped counting games because they don't matter anymore. But like, yeesh, just, oh my God. It's, It's so bad. And now they lost Christian Dvorak and Jesse Alonen was called up. It's like... When does it stop? I, I The team's already playing poorly, and you just keep handicapping them more and more and more. Like, we're two injuries away from Brandon Baddock and uh, Jean-Sebastian D being in the NHL lineup. The, the lineup they iced last night against Tampa Bay cost $38 million. It's so far below the cap floor that the Ottawa Senators are trying to figure out what they need to do to get to that. It's... It's bad. And some of it's, you know, not Dominique Ducharme's fault. He can't control injuries and he's got to do what what he has there. And we keep forgetting that it doesn't include those man games. I don't believe count Carey Price or Shea Weber or anyone else who didn't start the season as far as I know. 
just yeesh. <laughs> I think that's the only way to describe it. I believe they do. They are counting Carrie Price in their calculation. I don't know. I haven't listened to the full episode uh, because we had to record this one. But uh, the Canadians have played 27 games. I literally manually counted it because I couldn't find the shortcut. Your podcast hosts are doing fantastically today. You know who else is doing fantastic is Dominique Ducharme. And we're going to talk about some things that he said. And that's coming up in just one moment. But first, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning obviously feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup and the winner takes all. Here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. The never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. I don't know if you're like me, but I've been hearing a lot about Stance Apparel lately and I finally tried it myself. I never thought that it could be as soft as people said it was or that it was as well made as people said it was. I really thought it was just a trend, but all that changed when I finally got some of my own and yes, I am now a believer. This stuff is great. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. My personal favorite is the Butterblend technology. I have the softest t-shirt. It's so comfy. And all their stuff is so well made. And honestly, I would say it's a great gifting item because of their collaborations. They've got stuff that'll fit every personality. For example, they have collaborations collaborations ranging from the Wu-Tang Clan all the way to Marvel, which is my personal favorite, The Office, Disney, Pixar, anything you want, basically. And Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. So go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase with our promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. And don't forget our giveaway. You have until December 10th 
11.59 Pacific time to email us the five keywords featured in episodes 501 to 505. We've already gotten a ton of emails and I have to say every single one of them comes with a congratulatory note that we hit 500 episodes and everybody's kind words and the number of entries that we're receiving really, it just makes us feel so energized to do 500 episodes and we're so, so grateful to our listeners. I just want to shout everybody out and give everybody a hug. Like I'm like, I, I literally, you know, there are some people that might be quiet, but they're entering the giveaway. So I'm learning that new listeners exist and it's just so, so heartwarming. Do you know what's not heartwarming now though, is uh, right now we are not too pleased with the coach, not in the regular way that we're not too pleased with the coach. Like today we have a very specific way that we are not pleased with the coach. And that is because this is a young team. If we're going to talk about a rebuild, if the Canadians are having a bad season for a reason and we want it, we want a silver lining to it all, it's that the Canadians might be able to rebuild and they might be able to rebuild well. However, all of that might be moot if the young players that are currently on the team aren't developed properly. And I cannot believe what this coach's attitude is towards one of said young, useful players that is on an economical contract that would be a useful piece, especially in the playoffs, the depth kind of guy that you love and somebody that on this podcast, we enjoy very, very much. Scott, do you care to do the honors? Yeah, I I will read the whole quote here. And this is on at Habs and High Heels uh, on Twitter. She has the entire quote. Uh, Habs, Dominique Ducharme, when asked why Jake Evans is on the wing, and his quote is, do you want to expose a young guy going toe-to-toe every shift with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays tomorrow or against McKinnon and Rantanen or last night against Stamkos and Palat every shift? And the resounding quote tweets and everyone else is going, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so, because right now you have no other choice. You have one veteran AHL or NHL center who is top six minutes ready, and that's Nick Suzuki. And now your center depth is Ryan Paling, Laurent Dauphin, and Cedric Paquette. And you have Jake Evans still on the wing, and out of all of them, minus Paquette, he's older, has more experience down the middle at the NHL level and at the AHL level for that matter. And you're just choosing to not play him there. I don't get it. Like I get, I understand the logic in that he doesn't want to, you know, have his young players get buried, but Dom, you don't have an excuse. Now you don't have, you know, Christian Dvorak to cover. You don't have Matthew Pelot to be a center. You don't have Philip Deneau anymore. Like, you can't not put guys in situations to play. Like, if you see Jake Evans as a winger, then you need to say that I see him as a winger, not as a center. Why is it okay that you can throw Evans out there, who is older than Nick Suzuki, who is older than Ryan Paling, and that's fine? But you won't, but or that you'll throw the younger guys out there, but you won't throw him out there. I don't understand the logic. You're in a development season now. You know, you need to get the best out of these guys and expose them. It's not going to be easy here. Put them in tough situations because guess what? Iron sharpens iron here. What are we, what are we even doing here when you say stuff like that? And he followed up with saying, and that's part of the progression. There are guys missing, and that's where I need to play with a little play with that a little bit. And Jake can play both positions, so it's just managing all of that together. 
Why it's did a, you say that in the first place? It's he a nothing burger that. answer, though. Like, right? It doesn't matter if it's a nothing burger answer, though. It literally it is the opposite of what we want him to do. But at least that was a reasonable explanation. Not saying that I don't want to put this defensive center that needs to continue to de- to develop his defensive game against top competition. Like, if you if you want Jake Evans to continue to progress at the level that we've seen at, which is that intensity, that de- defensive smarts. You want to see him play against the Canes and the Taves of, of, of the world. And, and to say that that's the reason that you're not is ridiculous. Like if you say, all right, I don't have enough bodies and he knows how to play that other position. Great. Leave it at that. Why are you saying you don't want to play him against top competition? Like that is literally saying that I like it, You might as well stand out there and be like, I am hindering development of this player. And that's the thing is, it's no coach is going to be like, I'm doing the worst thing possible. But his first answer is like, I'm doing the worst thing possible. Like, what are you doing with this? Like, I don't understand this answer where it's, why would I not want them to test themselves against the best players? I don't understand it, bruh. Like, the whole point is to see how good someone can be. And like, yeah, Nick Suzuki originally didn't always play top minutes and then he got there anyways. But guess what? You don't have a choice right now. Why are you purposely hindering a team that's already not very good? Like, this is the kind of self-sabotage that if I'm the new GM coming in and I see quotes like this and I see things like this, I go, nah, I know Jeff Gordon said you got till the end of the year, but we're not doing this. No way. We're like, we're, I, what's the point? You got to develop guys like Jesse Yelonen's playing on the fourth line tonight for some or tomorrow night for some reason, like figure it out. Like, let me find the lines real quick. Someone DM'd them to me. Yeah. Hoffman, Suzuki, Druan, fine. Like an impaling Evans. Evans on the wing is dumb, whatever. Perot, Dauphine, Caulfield, Pizzetta, Paquette, Yelonen. What are we even doing here? I... I, I don't get it. I I'm tr- I gave him so much credit last night for having a good game plan, and then today it's just gone out the window. And I'm just so annoyed with watching this again because I don't get it. Nothing, none of it make. I want it to make sense, and it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's infuriating. And this is the thing: is that I hope that whoever the general manager is and whatever Jeff Gordon is planning to do, you got to sit down with this guy and be like, please develop this team. And stop doing things that do not make sense. Manage the team better. You're a coach. That's your job. You know, like you might be, you might be sitting there being like, okay, I'm probably going to be out of a job this year. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't do a good job this year because like, I'm assuming you want another job after you're done with this one. Right? Like that makes sense to me. (laughs) So I don't, I just, it, it's so ridiculous and it's so infuriating and I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to move on to our book club and that is coming up in just one moment. But first. Have you got a beard? You got to get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal right now. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will help stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through their use of natural oils. The products are free of harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. I got to try some out. It is phenomenal. Makes my beard smell incredible. Soft. Softens the skin underneath. It is absolutely fantastic. I use it every time that I get out of the shower. 
Primal Origins makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the U.S. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products and use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. The combo gifts make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Not only are the products in dedication to the quality top-notch, the company was founded for a noble cause. The founder, Stephen's mother, was injured in a car accident, and the company was started to pay for her recovery and treatment. So we know that every other company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you, you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. That's LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Before we move on to our book club, I'm also going to do our food rec of the week. Uh, Scott wants a dessert recommendation, but he's going to have to wait until next week. I do have a whole bunch of them in mind, but uh, I'm going to choose one next week. In the meantime, I'm going to recommend in the, it's sort of little burgundy, Griffin Towny area. It's like it's adjacent to St. Henry. It is a Filipino restaurant called Junior. It is delicious. I highly recommend that. So when you are in town for the draft or if you're in town at any other time, you're probably going to be in that area because it is extremely trendy. That's where people go to go to go out, go, go for drinks, go to eat. Um, and if you're into Filipino food, check out Junior. That's there. And then now, so I wanted to do something a little bit different with our book club this week because we kind of do themes and things like that. And one of the things that like I found a little bit challenging is there's some books that I want to recommend, but we're trying to see if we can get the authors to join us like we did with Sean Fitzgerald last week. Those are a fantastic pair of episodes. We didn't just talk about the book. We talked about issues in junior hockey and access to the game and all of that. And that was one of our favorite chats that we've done really. Um, it touched on a lot of stuff. It touched touched on history, it touched on uh, social issues, it, 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 it talked about the reality of the game today. So what I did, like I literally right now, I am going to recommend tentatively books that I ordered. I'm going to say these are the books that I ordered and why I ordered them. So the first book that I'm going to talk about is something that uh, one of our listeners, Beth from the Happy Hour, hi Beth, uh, asked us if we'd read yet and we had not. And it's a book that came out very recently. It's called Game Misconduct. It's by Evan Moore and Joshvina Shah. And it's about hockey's toxic culture and how to fix it. And it's it's a it's a book that uh, I think came out at around the right time. We've been talking about things that have been coming out about the game in the in the in recent months and 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 uh, a lot more in the last few years than we ever used to. It used to be something that was covered up or brushed aside and brushed under the rug. So I'm very, very excited to read it. I know it's going to be a tough read. I know it's not going to be fun or pleasant. And uh 
but I'm prepared for that because I think it's going to be eye-opening and it's going to be uh, something that everybody should read if they care about social issues in the game, if they care about making hockey more inclusive, uh, if they if they if they care about the game that we all claim to love, the reason that we're here and we're we're talking. And so that was the first one that uh, I've ordered. And this is the thing I've used this book club now as an excuse to order books because I know I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to be spending money and buying books until I read all the books that I already have that are sitting right next to my bed. So that that's book number one. And that is why I want to read it. The other one is it's by Rick Westhead and it came out last year. And the book is called, let me give you the full correct title. I think it's called Finding Murph. I'm literally looking for my, uh, a record of my order. <laughs> I have it right now. Finding Murph, how Joe Murphy went from winning a championship to living homeless in the bush by Rick Westhead. So if, uh, if you've been listening at all or paying attention, uh, one, of the, one of the people who's been reporting and who actually uncovered the fact that there was even a lawsuit uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks and, uh, and Kyle Beach, uh, and obviously it came out that he was assaulted and Rick Westhead was the one, the first person to be able to interview him and introduce him to, to all of us and, and, uh, and, and you know, put a face to the accusations, not the accusations, the allegations that were, uh, that now the Chicago Blackhawks are desperately trying to uh, avoid responsibility for by claiming that the statute of limitations has passed, which at this point is while legally they're basically like they, they are within their rights to challenge this, like morally it is profoundly unexpected unacceptable. Anyway, before he was covering things like this, he was also covering and he continues to cover hockey player head injuries and the risks and CTE and the NHL and, and the lawsuit against the NHL. So um, basically what he did was he wrote a book about the effects of these injuries uh, and, and had that specific player. And, and I can't wait to read it. I've heard that it is a very moving book. I, I, you know, his reporting is impeccable. His writing is really good. So I'm really, really excited to receive this book. I know it's not going to be none of the books that, I, that I'm talking about right now. They're like, they're, they're all, they're all heavy reads or I'm expecting them to be heavy reads, but I'm quite excited to read them. I'm, I'm quite excited to receive them, uh, spend some time reading them. And uh, my third book that I ordered, I have literally been going through like records of my books that I'm now expecting to be delivered. This one's a little bit more upbeat. The other day when Scott forgot who she was, I was inspired <laughs> to, uh, to order Haley Wickenheiser's book. It's called Over the Boards, Lessons from the Ice. I'm honestly not sure what to expect with this one. I do think that she's she ha she's had such a storied career and she's experienced so many amazing things and she's accomplished so many amazing things as part of Canadian hockey history. But at the same time, I'm always really apprehensive about hockey players and athletes. Like reading things from an athlete perspective to me, there are a lot of things that I learned that I would not have known otherwise, but sometimes there's like toxic sports culture involved. So I'm not sure if that's something that I'll have to worry about, but I'm really, really excited to read Haley Wickenheiser's book. I guess this is going to be a little bit more upbeat and uplifting than the other two books that I've ordered, but I'm very, very excited to receive all of them. Scott, do you have any thoughts? My thought is I was actually just reading the, uh, the description of the Rick Westhead book and it, it's the it's kind of the stark reminder of for not just hockey but all sports how quickly things can change on there and that it's this went from 
hey, this is a guy who was a first overall pick, a regular NHL are contributing and doing all this other stuff to he is begging for money and food in Kenora, Ontario right now. And how just quickly and scary things can change. So uh, that might be something I might pick up on an audio book too, or just read when I've got uh, some time off here in the winter. But Rick Wested obviously does everything, you know, full send in that I know that he's done the research. I know he's taken his time and interviewed everyone on this. So I know it's a little bit of a heavier read, but it's, I think it's one of those things, especially given all the conversations around head injuries and so much else in the NHL, especially like we talked about last night with what happened to Jujar Kara. Uh, it's important. It might be one of those important ones that you got to kind of stomach the bad, you know, the bad, uh, I don't want to say the tone, but the, uh, the theme of it where it's kind of dark and it's kind of sad, but it's information that people need to see, I would guess. And I think request head in particular is somebody who treats his subjects and his subject matter with respect and the compassion and weight that it's, that it's, that, that it merits. And so that's one of the reasons why I was really excited to pick up this book. I know Again, it's going to be a heavy and rough read, but it's something that I think we should all have our eyes open about. So I think I will report back on my reads probably after the holidays. I'm going to need some time to get through the, the books and um, and some time off to get through the books, which I'm very excited about. Um, I am set to abandon Scott and, uh, and, and go on holiday, but you'll still hear from me. We're still planning to record as many of the episodes uh, as we can uh, together. And that's happening in a, in a couple of weeks. So you, you still got me for a few, uh, for a few more episodes for sure. And then intermittently after that. And, uh, and I'm very, very excited for all these books. And like I said, I will report back. So today it wasn't really the Locked On Canadians Fancy Pants book club. Today it was the Locked On Canadians spent some money on some books and are excited to receive and read them and then talk about them at a later date. And the reason why we we didn't feature the books that we were intending to feature is that we're trying to get the authors on to talk about them. And so there will be more books in the future. I also have to read Bear Town, so I'll talk about that as well. Maybe I'll do uh, maybe I'll do some hockey fiction books. I'll, I'll either read the entire series or um, I think the third book is coming out and then or I'll just do some fiction books and and, and read them and and see what they are. I also want to have someone on to talk about their favorite books. So uh, maybe we'll have, you know, some of our some of our fellow locked on hosts or uh, this is a hint to, to one in particular to come on and talk about his favorite books. Anyway, the Canadians are going to be playing Chicago in that infamous that soon to be infamous quote from Dominique Ducharme we'll see how that works out make sure that you are subscribed or you follow Locked On Canadians wherever you get your podcasts you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians don't forget to enter our giveaway you'll find Scott on Twitter at Scott Matla you'll find me at the active stick and if you liked this podcast check out Locked On Bets where Lee Sterling and your boy Q have been absolutely killing it lately